have di- like different kinds of dreams. Mm. You know, I'm just letting God lead and direct me, and I'm mm. just going with the flow. Good evening. I don't know whatever whatever time you listen to this to this one. We're back for another episode. As always, I'm super excited and I love all my guests, but I don't know about my guests equally. But this one, this is this is one of my favorite episodes because I'm with someone who, and I know I say this all the time, but like literally, if there's ever a platform to appreciate people, it should be on a public platform. Literally, literally. So I'm here with one of my favorite people. Um, so I'm going to do an introduction because, as always. Every day, every time, time. Oh, why did you never do introduction? How do we know who you are here with? First of all, essentially, well, I'll start. I'll start with she actually has own had or has has <laughs> has. She she actually has her own podcast, right? But she's not just a podcast host. You know, she's focused on holistic well being. Um, she's a current medical student, actually on the path of practicing holistic medicine. It's going to explain to us what all these things means. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that right and um she's enthusiastic about bringing science and humanism together to promote and restore health of people especially those of underprivileged or undeserved communities like the ones we grew up in shout out to nigeria shout out to nigeria <laughs> and i guess do you get and in her free time you know she enjoys retail therapy reading fiction drinking wine and spending time with the people that she loves mm, you know yourselves right um and i'm here with um cynthia so you know Hi Cynthia, how are you doing? What's up? I'm doing good. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's I nice guess to be here. I'm very happy l- to be here. Yes, <laughs> it's been it's been in the making. Um, you know, because every time I come on, I wish I my best to bring on people who I feel like, yeah, this person can come in with a unique perspective, a different idea, different, just something different, literally, something different to what I'm I'm bringing. Someone who just comes with like their own ethos. And I really, really appreciate Cynthia for being here because she's so busy, 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 busy. If you guys can (laughs) clock from the, from the introduction, she is on a path. And a very interesting path. Since you didn't want to, I guess even before that, how was your week though? Let's just like, you know, come in um, soft. How was your week? Okay. My week was good. Mm, there was a lot of like self-reflection, a lot of unhappiness, mm. but also like discomfort. Mm. But yeah. you get the point. But like sometimes, yeah. you know, you need certain words to describe certain, like the way yeah. things were really going. Yeah. And, um, but to end it all, it ha- ended like on a good note to where, really? you know, I feel better about myself. I feel better about the people I spend my time with, and like. Was um, it good because you, you were outside, or what? What do you mean it was good? I was outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you have a tough week, you just mm, gotta. I mean, literally, you, you guys. If there's any takeaway from this, right. take care of yourself. <laughs> if, if you have a tough week, get outside. Tickets. Do something for you. Do something like, fun, honestly, man. Have, have a good time. I mean, if it's not your thing, then do what do what you enjoy. You know, you just get out yeah. there because literally, life is tough already. You don't you don't need to make it worse for yourself, right? Exactly. School, new environment. So I'm really like excited to like explore my environment. So that's literally. I spoke to Cynthia. I saw that she has changed state. She's moved from yeah from Texas, to, baby. And yeah, Texas will always be my home. Like Houston, H Town, hold it down, but. Now I needed to step into like a new phase mm. of my life. She moved from um, Houston, Texas, in America to 
Florida. Tampa? Tampa? Yeah, Tampa Bay. Tampa. Shout out to Tampa Bay. You know, we got the beaches. Tampa Bay's. <laughs> Literally. So, so that place is moving. I was I was even telling her that there's no state income tax. I don't know. She didn't even think about that. Um, <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. I have to do what I have to do to make this dream. Yeah. Have to be so, yeah. So, so just really quickly, what is the dream? Like, what are you trying to, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, what are, like, what are, like, where are you trying to go? Give us a little, like, a little brief for where you're trying to go. Oh wow! Okay, I have di- like different kinds of dreams. Mm. I don't know. I'm just letting God lead and direct me, and I'm mm. just going with the flow. I like but that. Essentially, well, when I was starting this journey um to medicine, it is was and still is a thing where growing up in Nigeria kind of exposed me to like certain realities that mm. are not like the ideal, like. Nigeria isn't really set up in a way to like care for people's health, not to even talk of like their mental health, but like let's even start physically, right? My grandmother had to like move over here for treatment that she could have like prevented, yeah, Mm. the worsening of her condition. But like she, things just eventually got worse because we couldn't have the facilities to like get it like treated while, you know, it was still. Um, in the early um, stages yeah yeah and so that like that's a problem for a lot of nigerians like needing to leave nigeria to have access to the things that to the basic things that can like allow human life to thrive like to survive you know and so i was just like i kind of want to bring that back home but even even if not you know find my impact through that in some way because it's bigger than us at this point like nigeria is one of many underserved communities especially in healthcare and so to be able to provide access to healthcare in an affordable accessible way where like physicians are not just seen as like oh i'm avoiding going to the doctor but it's like no i want to go to the doctor i can't wait to hear you know i can't wait to get ahead of this i want to be able to give people a certain enthusiasm when it comes to like being proactive about their health and just taking care of themselves because yeah yeah, honestly health is wealth even a rich person will tell you that yeah so so are you trying to be a gp do you want to be a surgeon like or are you trying to get into maybe being obyn is that what it's called obyn yeah like where like where like where are you trying to where are you trying to jump into oh you just want to just be a gp i i thought about that like i thought about so many different specialties the thing is if your heart is in it for the right reasons you're gonna want to think about like where you can help like what's my talent gonna be useful for and like way to best apply myself yeah. um i explore so many different things right now i'm between like a general practitioner slash internal medicine so the difference is i guess there's not much of a difference but one is a hospitalist you also have family medicine which can operate yeah. like you know do outpatient care and stuff like that um there's a part of that that appeals to me because of Mm. why i started this journey but there's also the part of me who like has become developed the interest in like skincare and looking good as one of the ways that i feel good or better you know like goddamn right you guys you you guys should see you guys should see cynthia when she's ready for you guys don't worry. We follow all our guests. You guys should follow Cynthia. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely drop her handles at the end. You guys should when she talk about looking good and feeling good. Go and check. Go go and verify, and you see what I'm talking about. Cynthia is looking 
No, we don't. We don't want to talk too much. You get if you know if you see it, you see it. You get. Yeah, but not even like in a superficial way. Let me for sure, that. for sure. You but that one also join. Yeah. All join. Everything join. Right. Good. <laughs> Good, good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. Um, so thank you, Cynthia. So I guess we're gonna yeah. jump in to the first segment. So I guess we're back, guys, with our first segment, the Central Square. Now, this episode is going to be really interesting, and I only have one story, but the story leads to other stories. Right. And like, I know, you know, when, when I was curious in the episode with Cynthia, right, we decided that we want, because there's a lot of um, misinformation going around with this story. So we want to focus on a lot of the wider issues and I guess some of the, some of the facts of the issue. Right. And essentially, so we want to talk about um, the situation with the Nigerian rapper Mobad and, you know, and how he's, and how he passed away in, um, in a mistake under mysterious circumstances so we're going to look at an article from the financial times and essentially the headline is nigerian rapper mobad deaths mobad's death exposes murky side of afro beats right please check the show notes for the link it's a lovely article you know give it a read i guess i'm going to ask cynthia so why exactly should we care or why do we care like why like why is this any different from the tons of other people that have passed away in nigeria recently like why is this something that people seem to have latched onto to care yeah. I, I think it also bothers me that this is like the only thing that's been like publicized amongst like other stories that happen to nigerians every day um i think like but like the article highlighted you know this situation sheds more light on what goes on that i didn't know about and i'm sure the average nigerian wasn't realizing that this is what goes on in the nigerian entertainment industry Mm. and the thing is nigeria is just like an onion like there's so many layers and Mm. every time i peel back i'm so sorry to say but i'm just it's just disappointment like yeah finding out something like this especially in like some the media that we consume every day and like this is something like nigerians like music unites us is one of those things that is like Afrobeats to the world where we hear it like that's we're recognized and like we're repping it really hard right that yeah. was me in the club the other day but like i cannot and i just i thank god that these things have come to light but i'm so unhappy about the way that it did mm. um it's so unfortunate that someone had to be kind of like a matter like just like the scapegoat to show us really like what's what going, going on because yeah because even when we spoke about it you mentioned something i'm um, called the the bystander effect right so yeah. and you were saying explaining to me that you know that um it doesn't really impact me so therefore i don't care and there's a lot of that going around in nigeria you know you see things happening to other people and a lot more often than not people just sort of just continue their walk and like oh you know killer caught me which is your for you know was my own yeah, like, it doesn't like exactly. not none of my business you know and but like it concerns us it it, does. And, and and it literally does and like you and like we were when we were talking about it you, you know we got a question that why didn't anyone sort of come in like sooner right because if you look into the situation carefully there were signs mm-hmm. there's always signs 
there were signs, right? It's not it's not like as if this like as if oh somebody just died and we have no idea. You know, I've made a note of like a couple of them, right? It's, it's in the article, you know, he left his old record label, Marlian Records, you know, alleging that um his royalties weren't being paid and that he was mistreated. That was one of the first things. Um and most of these things were last year, like previous years. It, it didn't like these things didn't just happen this year, right? Um he posted videos of himself, you know, with injuries where he alleged that um he was attacked by people in the music industry. There are lots of videos like that you know trending where he would show himself and then they're on twitter and everything you know showing you know bodily injuries you know some places where there are there like lacerations right is lacerations the right word and like you know and like and even on the last one you know like even after his death like there was a letter that was written by him you know to the Lagos police and again that is still on it's still on twitter you know and um and, and the, the letter, commonality yeah. between, like, when things like this happen is that, and with the Nigerian justice system, no one, it's either it's jungle justice or there's just no justice at literally, all. Like, literally, literally. Let me, let me just finish that real quick. Like in the letter, um, he claimed that um, he was, he's been, he's being attacked by a group of people um, that came to one of his video shoots and he said that um, one of the men had threatened um, his life, right? Mm. So, so they were signs. He didn't yeah. just fall out of the yeah. air. Right, Cynthia. So, so, and I, and I gonna have to ask you, why is it that we have this again, this sort of idea yeah, that, right. like, yo, yeah. I don't like, was, you know, I, I don't really care for my fellow neighbor, yeah. my brother, my fellow sister. Like, why are we like this? And I, and when I say we, I mean as Nigerian yeah, people. As Nigerian, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel very hesitant, like, when it comes to issues like this, especially because, like. I feel like I'm not at the forefront. Like I'm not in Nigeria right now. Like we mm. have certain privileges, but I can't like like Nigeria has broken us. Like I feel it even as we're having this conversation, and like I know it's nothing compared to like the experiences of people who are like going through this like firsthand every day, having yeah. to, like big the best of this, what this country has given them, which is like excuse my language piss and shit like there's literally like in nigeria i feel like we're in the a puddle of our own mess and it's very hard to pull yourself out especially if like there's not enough people that care right so going back to the bystander effect of like well i guess if um the government isn't doing anything then what can i do you know or like if like i don't know it's just i think by definition it just means when people are bypassing like something because of the presence of another person, like just the presence alone, let alone the added, you know, effect that Nigerians have of like trying to make everything out of a joke or like humor, which is also a trauma response. Like and everything, then that, everything with, turns yes, into some kind of skit. Everything turns into some kind of comedy, comedy central. You yeah. know, you see all these guys running around, they wear their clothes and they turn it into into some kind of latest bands like making jokes about like madness and just mental health deterioration like these are real issues that could have been prevented like that's just the thing that keeps coming to mind is like how could have like we could have avoided things getting to this point you know what i mean like if someone was just like proactive like it literally takes one person like I don't know. And again, and you mentioned that um, you, you said something that really resonated with me as well. You said that Nigeria happened to him, right? Mm. And there's a certain like understanding that when you said it, 
you didn't need to explain it. I completely understood where you're coming from. Yeah. And like, but again, like, can you just give a, can you give the listeners like what exactly you meant by Nigeria happened to him? I'm just like, the, the system is set up, especially for us youth, to fail. Like, if you do not have a certain type of connection or backing, which I'm very sure these people who, like, engage in all these bullying activities have, and why they are not being, like, reprimanded or there's no justice being served. Like, yeah. it just, like, you, it's so difficult. And it, the country almost punishes you for being a good person, like, for mm. being an honest normal person person. like everybody has to play partake in all these games and like it's just swallowing us one after the other and even when we do care see what happens you know like like the lucky toll gate um incident or even the doctor who was just trying to like do her job and try and save lives and you go to work on a normal day and what that the infrastructure was faulty like you couldn't mm. even take two seconds out of your day that people mm. have complained about they've taken liberty to point out that this is an issue yeah fix this and like it's just going i don't know i don't know the heart of man is wicked but the heart of nigeria is wicked out on them like <laughs> you're not even saying it well the, mm. the, the christian bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked it's not just wicked mm-hmm. there's a desperation in the wickedness and and, and 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 cynthia even mentioned because we do have a couple of instances right which we've spoken about previously that when we talk about nigeria happening to people and the country being able to swallow you up right? cynthia mentioned um, there was a faulty elevator at the staff quarters of the General Hospital in Lagos, and then essentially a lady fell down the elevator shaft. Right, so she entered the she she entered the lift, and then the lift just went all the way down from I think the third or fourth floor all the way down to the ground floor, and um, she was at the hospital. Right, so you think that if they could get her out, she could have been saved, but you know it took some time for the emergency personnel to get there you know to be able to get her out and just it took a really long time so by the time they were able to get her out you know she had already given up the ghost and that was just how that was just how it happened you know a young person in the prime of her youth and mm-hmm. literally just learning as learning in a way or learning a profession that can give back to society to because society. we don't exactly have enough doctors lots of our doctors yeah. in nigeria are leaving for reasons best known to them you know maybe mm-hmm. Cynthia can tell us they're leaving yeah. to go go abroad to go and, Please, uh, you know yeah. to, to go and experience something better and to have a, a, a the, the potential of, of higher earnings and a better standard of living and things of that nature yeah. and that was just how you know her life was snuffed out and this happened um let me let me just check because I, I don't want to i don't want to say this this happened in um august i think oh no like, i think late late july early august like, we're in September. I beg your pardon. Today is the first of October. Happy Independence, guys. <laughs> Today is the first of October, bro. Do you get? Today is the first of first of October. By the time you guys hear this, it will be already like first week of October, right? Nothing has happened. There've been no arrests. There've been nobody. There's been nobody reprimanded. You know, the company that did the elevator, who does the maintenance, nobody has been reprimanded. Nothing. That story has fallen under the pile of many other stories. Right, and this yeah. and this tends to happen to Nigerians and young people because yeah. I I promise you, if she was a daughter of some kind of minister or senator, senator or hmm. somebody of of a high level of as Cynthia said earlier connections, I promise you, some people have been brought to book. Yeah, you know, this is to have been a a more wider like a more like a story that had wider reaching implications, right? And yeah. another thing that happened, which people seem to have forgotten, 
is the whole story of Benjamin Best or Killer Boy. You know, the the guy who came on Instagram to confess that you that he he took the life of his girlfriend. Right. And this happened in again July. The story shocked me the most because you just told me about it. I the fact that I didn't even like I had no clue. A lot of people don't know. And and I I used to follow her. Yeah. crazy i i i spoke about it on the podcast you know uh, i think it was in july i think august i can't remember um you know this guy again no arrest the story has just fallen under the pile of stories right how does somebody come online to confess and, and by the way i went i went on instagram his page is up he's he's on instagram he's there oh go and check God. it out go and check killer boy you see him there Oh my god. He seems to be just be living his life. Like <laughs> like as if nothing has happened. Meanwhile, this young lady has, you know, transitioned on to the next the next plane and it seems like people don't care. Again, don't, no uh, arrest, like... no consequence. You know. The wages of, of sin is apparently nothing in Nigeria. Yeah. The, the wages of crime and criminality. We need people like I think the trend is that we need people in power who care. If if there was someone on the board of directors in the hospital who found out about the infrastructure that cared enough to just go the extra mile to be like, hey, um, mechanic electrician, can you go check that out? If you had people like in power that weren't just transferring their kids abroad at the drop of a hat, if they actually put their Cynthia, Cynthia, impossible. I already before so you will land impossible. This is so sad. Impossible for it Nigerian public officials. They say they want to work properly, and especially people in in the lower levels of public service. Because this is not a federal issue. This is not even this 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 is like a regional issue within the state. This there's probably some kind of state security controller. There's somebody who whose job is and probably even someone at the hospital whose job it is to ensure that the lift is maintained. So this is a this is a little issue right yeah. but due to maybe negligence or maybe even lack of funding or yeah. maybe even a combination of the two yeah you know that was and how that girl claim to be religious and still like oh my gosh oh my gosh because even everything down to doing your job diligently is literally in the bible as a commandment for us to do like bold of you to think that religion is for doing the right thing religion has been commercialized and has been turned into a money-making enterprise you see some of your pastors wearing richard mill not the fugazi one no. they are wearing richard mill they are wearing Ampatek. they are flying in private jets they are doing like bro there's no conscience there's who who people have conscience in nigeria are they up to 10 especially the one in the public service are they up to 10 we have a overbloated amount of um of public officials what most of them are doing we don't know yeah i'm i'm really not aware i don't know i mean i'm a true believer of i believe in god and i still believe that everyone gets what is coming to them like Mm. whether it not be in this life or in the outer life and i my hope and prayer is that justice is served somehow well as far as what we can do to stop perpetuating this cycle it's almost like it's a curse like in nigeria we're cursed like if i don't know i don't don't want to use such strong language but i think you might be onto something because there seems to be a loop of incidents outcry forgetfulness incidents outcry forget 
that's just our cycle we forget about things too quickly we move on because we're just in a state of continuous trauma so we cannot mm. we don't even have enough time to to take things in and then you chastise the people who are still grieving people you gaslight who are them you tell them as if oh like, this didn't happen you don't know what you're talking about oh you youth you, you just did, 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 did. go as far as making up stories you know mm. just things that are so insensitive in the light of someone's passing like yes. you make it about yourself you find ways to profit off of it they, they turn it into some kind of mechanism of engage of of creating engagement <laughs> of popularity i told you there was there is not there was there is a video of some ladies i think is some nigerian i think it's yabo and one other lady like that you know you know they went shopping for a new casket for mo for mobile because they want to do another funeral so they recorded themselves in the funeral whatever procession place and they are shopping for caskets and they posted the video that yes we're out here we're trying to do some good work that's the platform the place, the space, the the incident that you should use to chase popularity. Like about Mubad, Mubad is barely buried. You are already making music about him. Do, does he know you? Do you know him? And yeah, I just want to jump on, man. Just want to jump on the wave. It's just uh, I don't know. It's, it's so unfortunate. I I just think we need more people who care, like who genuinely care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And 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 we just seem, you know, out of touch with how we address or even pay respect to mm-hmm. to, to, to issues, you know. And and I always ask you like how how could we have, you know, been a bit more humane? How could we have cared oh, more? Yeah. How could we have shown better reverence for somebody who has passed away or somebody who has had something that's happened to them, you know, like like what you know, what what could we have done a little bit better? Right. I mean, first of all, they could have be- buried him with sort of dignity, with mm. like with some of some self-respect. Like I don't mm. even know. They had no respect for how they went about. Like first of all, addressing the issue, right, and then like afterwards, just cre- like doing something to commemorate like all of his hard work, all of his accomplishments. He was as good as just useful for money. Like he was just useful for his fame. Like, yeah, because he was probably the, yeah. just operator for what you can, what benefit you are to them, even in death. Yeah, that mentality absolutely needs to stop. Yeah, because you know, for someone who I imagine was the breadwinner of his family, mm-hmm. he was, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, he was buried in a manner that is very dishonorable. Yeah. Like as if he's some kind of thief or criminal. You know, they, they they put him in some kind of I don't want to say a coffin, some kind of wooden contraption that was tiny. They had to contort his neck. And I don't want to get too much into that. You know, the videos are online. Just have a have a search, you know. He was just buried in a way that is very, very dishonorable. I, I didn't like it. You know, it was again it was publicized. We were recording it and there were some men they hired to come and dig the grave. People were climbing on the mounds of sand. They were just some, in my opinion, and scavengers about how there. They would his property immediately after already coming to chase before the, the brother the is in the ground. Yeah, the thing that we do in the name of tradition, we need to go back and check it. What and tradition is that? There's I'm a Yoruba person. I don't know what tradition that is. And he wasn't Muslim. They buried him like the next day. I've never heard that before in my life. Never. 
no idea where that came from. I think, like I said, it then speaks to the whole, the mystery of his passing away. You did not even wait for them to do any autopsy. You did not even, you know, even, you know, the, you know for lack of better wording, the body wasn't even cold yet. Right. Yeah. And you're already tossing him in the ground. My own is, all I can think of is prevention is better than cure. Prevention is better than cure. For goodness sake, the people Prevent, Prevention who, of what? What do you mean? What could they have prevented? They, I mean, his manager could have said something, could have done something. Like, the, like people watch this man get physically abused, emotionally abused every day, and all they did was look or even join in like yeah no nobody seemed to say anything and i and i and i question you know his his fan base because i wasn't a fan like i said i, I would have spoken about this incident sooner but yeah. I, 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 I if you see something say something it's not hard open your mouth and speak yeah. you can't start writing episodes after somebody is gone do you feel good about yourself like is your heart not in shambles like are you not feeling the pain of a mother who has lost their child, probably yeah. their only child? It's There's a no lot. difference between him and you, you and me, just people trying to make better of their lives, of themselves. Yeah. Like, and all they did was get punished for that. Yeah. And, um, and you know, and, and, and even, you know, what I was talking about, you know, about people turning it into something else, you know, you go online and, you know, sometimes... As Nigerians, we seem to be deeply unserious people. Like, like <laughs> deeply unserious. You know, I, I saw a video of some kind of, I don't want to speak about his religion, but some kind of religious whatever, talking about how they should bring the body to him so that he can resurrect the man. Come on. Let's be for real. Let's be for even, real, for I real. I can't even lie. Like, if that's what it's going to take, like, I'm just saying. Let's how... be for real, for real. I just, there just needs to be um, a completely different approach. Like, as Nigerians, especially us youth, we're trying, right, being more aware, like, educating ourselves and speaking out on the issue. But, like, there needs to be more action taken, especially to prevent. That's yeah. the only way. We can't keep crying when these things happen. Like, I understand, yeah. but it's like... At the end of the day, it could have been avoided. You know what I mean? It could have been avoided. It really really could have been. And like I said, so many things are going on right now. And just the last one I just want to point out is, you know, the terribly disturbing and disgusting, in my opinion, you know, discussions of the of who the the, the, the father of his the child is. is and just Is this the time? Is this is this really the, the most important thing right now? Like people in my opinion, people are looking for any way to discredit his i don't know if he married her his girlfriend his wife whatever so so that they can swindle her out of whatever properties that was willed or left to her because i assume that whatever things that you know the 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 young man left he probably left it to her you know that's 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 my assumption or rather her child i don't know and then to be in her care until the child is of age because the child is i think like five six months old before people question things like ask like <sighs> what is it like what am i trying to gain out of this like, what what, exactly what are you trying to achieve is where is this going this, how is this going to benefit his family how is yeah. this going to bring him back how is this going to like like carry on his name in a a sound man like in a manner that befits the kind of life that he lived like <laughs> it's almost like pouring sand in his gary like you're just oh my god and and like okay. I said, and, and it's just so 
so troubling, so shocking. Um, I feel a lot of sadness when I talk about this thing. You know, this this week because I'm, I've been been I've been a bit behind. You know, on the episodes I've listened to. I listened to. I said what I said this week, and I listened to you know how Jola spoke about this incident, and it was just. And you guys should check it out. Yeah. You know, I think it's called Imole or something. Yeah. Um, you know, check the episode on that. Um, it's it's it's, it's really deep, and even listening to my parents talk about it, and you know, listening to people online, like there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of pain. We and talked sadness. about it just also like kind of festering, um, more immorality, like more like just leading to even worse problems with the cult clashes and <laughs> people making it just about things that it doesn't even need to be like. They are talking people, about cult people going to mobilize that they should go on because there's a certain person that people have accused of being um, culpable for the incident. I don't want to get into that because, like I said, there's lots of misinformation and things of and just you know just a lot of things that are unclear but there's a certain person or persons that um we have that when i say we are in society society has tagged to be perhaps responsible at least or at the very least in my opinion people of interest with regards Mm -hmm. to this case and you know you know and this whole these whole cult people have come out and say you that they're ready to mobilize and to fight and to do whatever that that, that they need to do languages jungle justice or no justice it's really sad literally and and when we say cult, we mean some kind of fraternity, some kind of group, some kind of how do you even describe what a cult is for people who don't know what a cult is? What what is a cult in how, how do you because you know when you're young, your parents always tell you don't join any cult, this, that, 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 that. Uh, I, really I don't, don't even know what a fucking like, cult is, bro. With an agenda to steal, kill, and destroy. That's just how mm. I like Man no said demonic agendas, you know, people, yeah, people like, with some kind of, yeah, like, so I don't know, for me, I think there's just like a group of people who come together to achieve nefarious intentions because the, you know, you know, you know, the means by which they achieve their goals can be quite sinister. As, as, yeah. as, as, as Cynthia said, you know, yeah. there's lots of, no matter there's lots of violence. These guys, they, I'm telling you, no matter yeah. how you want to. There's, 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 there's no how you can, you can say it, make it sound nice, you know. They're involved in a lot of things from, um, you know, being in charge of sex workers to peddling drugs and just 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 being involved with... You're taking people's lives, people that... Yeah, yeah, because... Because because a lot of cults are into violent activities like like they maim they kill they mm. and and, they, and there's lots of like rival like cult clashes like as um Mobad is from the Korodu area and, and that area is notorious for having a couple of occultic groups and they do clash and when they clash it's a super super problematic incident and the police has to come in but sometimes even the police even try to avoid it because these guys like I said the things that they're involved in you know yeah they're ready to die. Things, man on or just things that are crazy and so there so there's so these whole occultic people came out and say yes they're ready to fight they're ready to do because you know mobile from that area they're saying that they want to fight for their guy i'm just like bro come on police are seeing cultists come online to come and you know why don't, why don't they go and pick them up again this comes back literally police please why don't you guys want to walk 
no one is doing anything. It's a matter of like as long as their palms are being greased, like the life, mm-hmm. nobody cares. And the thing is, we're not robbing society of the youth that could have done something. If only like our our youth in Nigeria are useful for nothing. We don't. They don't care to actually use us for the better of the country because if nope. you allow us way, if you give us room. We yeah. will cause a conundrum, and it's in a beneficial. Like for once, it will actually be beneficial. Yeah, and like productive. Like yeah, we're just wasting away the lives of people who could have changed this country. Like, what are we doing? I I I have personally, I, I have no idea, and um, you know, and I think last week there was a a walk. I think in Lagos, I think they're planning some other walks in in Canada, some somewhere in Canada, and I think in London as well. Um, you know, they're planning to do some kind of solidarity walk to, you know, to I guess to celebrate his life and his accomplishments. That is Mobad. And 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 you can just see that 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 this situation has united a lot of Nigerians both at home and in the diaspora. Yeah. My thing is and, they should have walked for when he was going through the stuff they should have protested before i'm i'm such a strong believer of like i i don't know i understand that these walks unite us but what are we really fighting for like what statement are we making yeah well, like, like what, what is like what is the yeah well, yeah because you know because i was you know brainstorming that other like this situation can be a springboard to discussing wider issues right like mm-hmm. number one the ineptitude of the Nigerian police force and government and even the government as a whole and how they just continually fail young people how the system fails the average Nigerian how people get consumed by Nigeria do you guess like this like like this could be something that could be a springboard to all these conversations and even and I'm glad that people also want to walk for these things, but there are also some other issues that perhaps may not be directly yeah. may not be directly related to this. Like, I feel like us youth are also like killing ourselves. Like we're not like uplifting ourselves. Like yeah, because there are other important things, things that has yeah. made us like pushed us in this direction. I guess like things that just feel like feelings of hate and jealousy and envy when there's really room for everybody to succeed and thrive like if yeah we, we just, we just need we just need to it. unite you know because like the same thing like the other things that we can we need to be come together to, yeah. to say we want to address you know like the whole cultism thing the whole bully and harassment yeah. issue within yeah, the appropriate industry your mates like because you feel inadequate, like address your insecurities. Like, what is the problem? How yeah. can you improve on yourself yeah. and also help your fellow Nigerian? Like, yeah. how can we uplift each other? Is what we need to be asking. Yeah, we we need to use this as some kind of springboard sure. to, yeah. to 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 push us to to talk about some some situations that have wider reaching implications, so that we can. At least try do to do better society. But there's some yeah. semblance of change and and of mm-hmm. and of improvement, right? Yeah. yeah. And expose, so, like, don't be afraid to expose the nonsense. Like, you see something, you say something. Like, it's the very least you can do. Even see if you, it, don't want you to see do it, you say it, man, and you get it yeah. sorted out. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, protect your like we we have each other's backs. Even in our abroad, we understand that very well because there's so few of us. You know what I mean. So like we're more so like looking out for each other. Maybe not all the way to the point where I would love it, but like at least we're getting there. So yeah, there's there's some level of progress. 
Yeah, so like I would really hope for that to be the case in Nigeria that our leaders are not trying to divide us, but they are trying to like unite us and we're not electing people because like without the credentials, without the aptitude for that kind of like to handle that kind of a job that you are mm. actually thinking through who we are handpicking because that's the one privilege that we get as Nigerians is that at least it's a democratic system. So why as, not use that? Like why democratic. not use the power of your voice and speak? Like yeah. speak when you see injustice. Like yeah. be your brother's advocate, you know? I I agree. I agree completely. Um so I guess we'll just end this different sorts of central square that we did this week with r.i.p mobad um you know yeah. say no to bullying harassment we need to end cultism and the yeah. police need to do better you know there is a serious trust deficit in the police in other countries when police say they're going to investigate matters which is what the nigerian police said that they would do you know, people have a level of confidence, but in Nigeria, there are just mm-hmm. groans and eye rolls. Literally, when I read it, I just rolled my eyes. Like, yeah, right. So, um, yeah. So, RIP Mobad, and um, please, 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 let's try to do better. Yeah. Big. Again with Cynthia, and we're just going to speak about a couple of things on our minds. I guess, I guess, and just like things that are interesting, um, and things that perhaps all of us, you know, go through, you know. And I guess we'll use the term, you know, grief. Is is, is grief the best way to look at it, or, or like loss, yeah. or, 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 or just, or just, I guess, I guess, like a level of change, like like you know, when you have something today and then you don't have it tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I guess we start with grief, and I guess um, grief is a natural response to loss. So they are quite, you know, interwoven. So it's when you do something, I guess it's the it's the associated feelings that come out of losing something that you held, and and it's not just losing it's something that you it's losing something that you cared about, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's, it's the emotion. You know, is the emotional suffering that you feel when burden. something or someone you love is taken away from you. Yeah. Right. And and, and it's something we suffer a lot as Nigerians. Really bro, tight. we are so literally we uh, every every other week not addressing it. We just don't address it and our yeah. and our and our coping mechanism is to turn it to banter and turn it into yeah. skits and to and to make it to make it funny so that people can laugh. Like, yeah, yeah you know. There's no at all. Like Yeah. I think um, it's one way to help us move forward and like be able to address these mm. issues that seem to be never ending. You know. So, so I guess what I was asking you is like, why is it that like people don't like speak about, or I guess you know, open up about when they are feeling sad, lonely, when they are yeah. grieving? I guess like why why don't people talk about it? I guess those are emotions that people just don't like to feel. Like it's almost like if social stigma to always like have that complaint of feeling like that or like to be going through even though it's something that we all go through it's almost like there's a shame attached to like feeling certain kinds of emotions like you can be as a Nigerian heck you can even be angry and they'll somehow rationalize that like any therapist will tell you or well I was watching a TikTok about a girl who spoke to a therapist and was like therapist was like there are certain words that even go beyond like sadness like to say you are sad is even easier than experiencing some emotions that are deeper like shame humiliation embarrassment mm. 
uh, like just like depression, you know, like the deeper side to like negative emotions that people just have um, kind of like shamed or made it seem as if like, oh, you know, we're fine. Like it's just a common mentality. Like you appear as weak if you experience, if you're honest about it at and least. Express, you know? express, like, express, yeah. those, express those emotions, you know, even as as black people and as Nigerians, like, we, you know, like we often take this whole approach of like, when you tell someone you're sad or you even tell me your parent, parents maybe tell you, oh, God forbid, like, don't say that. Don't, like, don't, yeah, don't say that. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> God forbid. I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm just trying to express to you. I'm, you know? I'm trying to tell you as my parents how I feel and telling me, oh, I should not use those words. I said, do, you, do I know what I'm talking about? I'm like, bro, come on. Like, I'm, I'm trying to express yeah. to you. And I'm making you feel like, like this is not a safe space to express to you. Like, yeah. when, when you come up to perhaps or your parents or even you know, someone that's a little bit older than you, like, they, like there's always a feeling of like rejection. Not always. More often, there's a feeling of rejection that, no, you should not feel this way. So, so, so it makes it very difficult to, to be vulnerable with people because, yeah. especially as Nigerians, a lot of the time, they just won't understand mm. you know do you know do, you know do you have like a similar sort of like do you sort of agree or do you think that yeah. um because that's my own personal experience with i think with it's it. like mental health as a whole and mm. why i was also interested in holistic medicine which that's what it is if what is holistic curious. medicine i'm glad you yeah. brought up you've not uh, like, give us give us give us a brief overview well, what is that so you know when you go to a hospital see a doctor and they're just like okay like Let's focus on your symptoms, what are you feeling, how can we treat it, and that type of thing. In holistic medicine, you're focused on the person. That's what they say, not the disease. Like, you're focused on treating the person. And a person is dynamic, is complex. There's is so many factors that can affect a human being. And I don't know if you've watched, like, Grey's Anatomy, but they'll literally tell you, or, like, um... I can't remember the other one that I watched. The Good Doctor? Uh, the Good Doctor. That's yeah. the one. There, there are some other ones, like Private Practice. That New Amsterdam, see, all like, these other ones. Psychology at work. Like, you'll be yeah. able to see the effects of, like, your mental health, even on your physical body. And that's what happens with a lot of people. Like, I literally have a friend who, like, their parents is going through, like, chronic pain as a result of, depression like it's just so many things that you think are like oh like matter to sweep under the rug but are literally like affecting your health and so that's what holistic medicine is is taking into account like societal factors mental factors lifestyle like you know to be able to treat the person mm. as a whole and because nigeria doesn't take any of these things seriously heck we barely even take our physical health seriously we'll work ourselves to the bone mm. i actually lost my my aunt this year to something like that like where um, she had a brain aneurysm and it was her blood pressure was always high. We would beg her to relax, like she would never take rest days for herself. It's almost imbibed in us that hustle culture, that hustle mentality. Yeah. And like it leads up like it can so much devastate your mind, spirit, soul, and body. And it's like I don't know how people are functioning like how you think that you're being productive or how you yeah. think that you can even feel other people's cups when yours is barely on quarter full like you know what i mean you know and, and you mentioned obviously that your aunt passed away and i'm so sorry to to, yeah. to hear that you know and all of us you know we 
And I guess, you know, it's just been perhaps just a difficult time for a lot of people, you know, just things happening. Like I lost my aunt as well a couple of weeks ago. So it's just, it's just a, you know, it's just something, you know, that's difficult to, to, to rationalize because when you experience grief or some level of loss, you know, there's some feelings that come with it, you know, denial, guilt, anger, sadness, some people even fall into depression, you know, and, and that's just that's just sort of like the, the cycle that you follow. And some of them, you can end up going forward and going back. You can just be jumping from these emotions until perhaps you get to a stage of acceptance. But acceptance is quite difficult to yeah. get to. And, yeah. and, it's, and the journey is not the same for everybody. Like somebody can go through the cycle in a week. Some people can, it can take them years. Like it really depends on, I guess, your 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 connection to that person or the thing that that, that you've people lost. are just different like i know people yeah. who can like be devastated over a heartbreak for years and so people can be over it in like two months like and bounce back even two days after they're already like, outside yeah and it's not really to say that oh that the person that grieved in two days wasn't grieving i mean they may just be better at masking it and also like i feel like we are not equipped with enough vocabulary to even explain what we're feeling explain so how exactly we feel. That you feel lighter you're just like oh maybe i'm happy but like no there's like there's different words for it like maybe you're feeling comforted in that moment like maybe and we need to also get comfortable with the with the negative words, right? Like I'm feeling guilt over this thing that mm. I feel like it might be my fault, but people tend to like act out instead. Like there needs to be a certain level of cognitive awareness to even know how to move forward or get to like, yeah, move. you should, you should be able to understand yourself country. and sort of understand, you know, where you're yeah. at and just know how, how, how to navigate. Yeah, because the you know the the worst thing is that you you then don't want a situation where you're taking out your negative emotions on the people that are around you, people yeah. who are trying to help, people who are just trying to be there for you. Like you don't yeah. want that because when you do that, you then drive them away, you then push them away because the person's like, I'm just trying to help, and this person is shouting yeah. at me or is you know or is locking me out yeah. or just I'm just like you know. So it's it's just, it's, it's very difficult, and it's it's it's, it's a very it's a very complex thing. And it comes in different forms because, you know, you, you, you know, you don't only lose or grieve people who pass away. You can lose and grieve people who just are alive, but perhaps yeah. leave your life uh-huh. essentially. Right. And then you then come to this situation where it can be in a romantic sense or in some sort of friendship or family change center i just so you so you can grieve a sort of a transitional change change yeah i grieve moving from houston i tell you like i literally and the thing is you have to give yourself that space you actually fully have to process what's going on even like i don't blame people who do like snap at people trying to help them i think it's just a matter of i've not processed this i don't know how to communicate what i need what i'm feeling right now yeah so it's, it's definitely an interesting one because you as the person who's grieving and other people who are trying to help someone who's like going through something has to everyone has to be kind of aware of the role they're playing or kind of like like what they're putting out if that makes sense like the energy that they're putting out yeah. so no one is saying like stifle your energy when you're grieving in fact like be able to like process it but like you said don't just let that be a thing that ends up pushing away the people that matter most to you, right? Like, especially when you're in those bouts of anger and, like, you don't know what to do with that emotion. Sit yeah. with it, process it, <clears throat> write things down. Like, be... Journal. Journal, you know, you know, 
Yeah. And a network of people that you actually feel comfortable enough being like, hey, I'm yeah. going through this. And like, can you help me? You know, ask for help. Like, yeah. Those are, I don't know, some of the things that and, um, worked for me when I was good. Yeah. And, um, and um, do you think there's a difference between the romantic loss and like, I guess, some kind of transitional um phase of, you know, having a friend that was really close to you and then things just not being like that do you think like you know like they hit the same or they feel the same or you think that no 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 they're completely different and mm. perhaps one is worse than the other what do you think i don't know a part of me is like grief is grief mm. um in the sense that when you have experienced like this kind of sadness that feels like it knows no bounds no one can tell you whether or you feel differently than when so and so did this like you can't really compare like only you knows how deeply you are feeling the thing you know yeah and like it's not a shame it's not embarrassing to feel the way you do even if the circumstances seem like they don't warrant it like i always used to say you can't cut out my heart like i can't stop myself feeling the way i can feel the best Mm. thing i can do for myself is to honor that acknowledge it and look for ways that i can cope like in a healthy way right moving forward like you owe that to yourself because if you can't function like trust me the people around you are watching and if they care so deeply about you it it just becomes like a domino effect where like that energy that you're putting out is just like kind of affecting everyone that loves you you know we mentioned that it's hard to like be vulnerable with people i fully understand that even when like with people that are close to you and for good reason like yeah you can confide in them sometimes it's just like embarrassing sometimes it's shameful like you feel like oh i can't go on and on about this first of all you have to release yourself from the guilt of even grieving the way you're grieving like mm. the need to because of course it's because you're seeing yourself in that light right number one and then number two even if you don't feel like your family, friends are the best people to talk to. Talk to someone. Like you, you need to talk to someone if you have the means. So talk to a yeah. professional. And and I guess maybe that leads on to I guess the last bit of it is like how 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 can people cope? How do we like how can we be better with this? How do we rationalize? You know you know the whole thing. And I guess we can start from like all the stuff that like you sort of you learn from the process is that yeah. um, how you grieve like you were saying depends on many factors. You know um, your personality style your life experiences if you have faith like you like you said that you that you have you know and i guess how significant the relationship was you know with the person i love that you said um your life experiences because sometimes some new trauma reopens old wounds and trauma and you have to be able to navigate like how you feel about the old old one and the new one yeah Mm -hmm. like so it might mix in something that seems like slightly like bearable to somebody else like even more unbearable for you that's also important to be aware of like yeah like i think definitely my best bet would be a professional because they even when they don't see anything there's just ways of them like being able to unlock like through asking the right questions right the non-judgmental questions of like unlocking your mental like pathways and just seeing like i guess like being able to observe the patterns and being able to like learn more about yourself also from a professional point of view i think is really important because the more you know, like, I'm someone who loves to be very self-aware, whether that be, like, reading books or listening to podcasts, like, the more you know and can connect back to your life and use to better yourself, 
like the more like you know you'll see an improvement like in the way you generally carry yourself the way you interact with people the way you respond to emotional experiences like you know you can only become stronger like learn see what it's i guess what you can take away because everything happens for a reason i really hate to say it but even no matter how small the lesson is like anything you can take away as to how you can love better treat people better just be a better human being like yeah do that yeah you know yeah you know healing happens gradually you know you know you can't force it you know you can't hurry and like you were saying there's no like normal schedule there's no timetable like it's different for everybody because of the factors that we just we just um listed and um, sometimes you know it can manifest like you were saying with um um you one of your family members i think that they can be physical mm-hmm. symptoms like you can it, because you're sad and you're grieving like you can feel tired you yeah. know you can feel you know like you feel nausea you know you, you might gain weight you might lose weight aches and pains like you were saying and some people don't, don't even sleep yeah. so it, it just it you know there's, there's a whole spectrum on the type well, of things let that, me ask that you this. how do you mm. how do you get over like a heartbreak i guess like ah. Cause we need to get a little personal. Let our listeners hear, like. Um. Well, this is this is really interesting because I've experienced heartbreak a couple of times before. More often than not, I just go through it. Like I don't have a thing. I don't like quickly run outside or find someone else. Like I just, you know, just. Well, just think about it. The thing is, you don't need to go mad. Like those things that are normal. I want us to be able to express it. Like I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm. Yeah. Like I said. Like I. Like I. I mean, I cry. Like I sit. Like yeah. I. I just feel, just try to just get the feelings out because I, one of the things that I think is really important is that you, like you then don't want to, because you're traumatized, carry your trauma and go and traumatize somebody else. Yeah. Some people do, you get, to do that though. I think that's even their uh, own response. Like, but no, I, I, I think, I think it's so bad. Like just because so like bad. you're going through something doesn't mean you can now carry your own problems and now go I and would, I always too. say I would never want my wife in the way I'm feeling. If you go through heartbreak or any type yeah. of grief, like yeah. you wouldn't wish that on even your worst enemy. It's not. I, I wouldn't because it's, 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 it's a very chilling feeling. And a lot of the time people end up feeling a bit helpless by it because Mm-hmm. Even when even when you talk to your friends, like they will try to help, but at the end of the day, they are not no professionals. Really you know, and what you're going through. Yeah, and even when you speak to a professional, yeah. like and like it sounds, it just feels a bit like there's some kind of there's a level of disconnect. But to be fair, yeah. they are better. It's just um, just really really difficult. Yeah, you know, heartbreak can kill literally, like all the mental. That's why it's so important to take care of yourself. Like, no matter what that is, right? Some people shy away from, like, medications, for instance. And because I'm in medicine, I've seen, like, how that can actually help people. I'm on medication myself. Like, you know, you just, I guess, like, be, know that you're doing everything that you can to be able to pull yourself out of it. And it's hard and it's going to be so difficult. Like, even you trying to take Panadol for your headache, you're just almost like, I deserve this headache. Like, I'm like, you know, like, how can I just move on from a thing like this? But that, like, I don't know. You don't want to put yourself in a state that is, like, irredeemable, where you literally end up being hospitalized. Like, you don't want to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and sure. it's just, you know, like, everybody goes through it differently. Um, I think that, in conclusion, just talk to people, talk to your friends. If you can afford therapy, you should do it, but it's quite expensive. I won't even lie to you. It's 
I don't see people saying you invest your mental health kind of stuff, but therapy is expensive because you're paying per the hour and you pay that for each session. You know, you know, there's no like block fee. Like, okay, yes, pay this until I get cured. Ha ha ha. Like, no, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't work that so It can be quite expensive. Um. And um, I guess as Nigerians, I would say try to work on your physical health as well. Because, you know, when you work out, you know, re- you release endorphins, I think, Cynthia, yeah. right? You know, yeah. like it makes you, you know, like it gets you, it gets you when you just work out, like you, you just like, it just makes you feel better. Like you feel happier. You feel perhaps a sense of achievement yeah. that you're working towards something. And, you know, so it helps. So exercise definitely helps talking to people. I'm speaking yeah. to a professional. Just do something for yourself every day. Like it's hard, yeah. but like even if it's one thing for yourself, and like it's it's so important, honestly, to be proactive about the situation, like yeah. something like this. Because at the end of the day, even if you go to therapy, like no one has you like you, right? And they can yeah. give you all the mechanisms, but you literally have to be willing to like accept and and do what you can right if you're not there yet that's okay grieve for as long as you need to like please and others need to let people sit in their grief if that's what they feel is best for them at that time like if that's what they can handle let someone be upset when they when they when when they want to be upset you know Mm -hmm. like you know like don't tell them hey don't like do that like there's again how many times that really irks me like for someone to be like oh no you don't like don't be upset. Like you don't need to be upset. Like you don't have. To, like no, you can't tell someone what they how to feel or how to how rationalize to it because it, because it's hard. not because you think you think they want to be upset. You think they want to be angry. Huh. I don't fucking think so. Yeah, like, I don't think so. I guess you know, just stay true to who you are. Um, Cynthia mentioned that you know if you're like religious and like you pray, you know, prayer, meditation. Um, yeah. holding on to your faith you know uh, Cynthia you know we're, we're mulling yeah. over the words you know that is faith or trust so you can use that yeah. and anyone you prefer uh, you know yeah. and just Anything just just believe and understand that like things will work out like you you know you know you're on your own journey you're in your own process and you know you're, you're making progress yeah. every day these things are meant to build us somehow we just need to find out somehow some way it's, right. it's taking you somewhere where that place yeah, is I don't know cut yourself some slack you know it may not be easy today but it will get easier healthily distract yourself now um and just like have things that you look forward to like definitely kind of people if it's traveling like just do things that really bring you joy and like don't feel guilty about that like you can only make the most of what you have if life gives you lemons you make fucking lemonade breath you know you know you mm-hmm. can't you can't turn lemonade to orange soda. You beg you can't turn lemons yeah. to orange soda. That's not how it works. Yeah. You use the tools like, you have. But like <laughs> even if everyone is moving on, yeah. like your grief is symbolizes the power of the love that was there. That was somehow, there. some way, yes, you I agree. Understand. I agree. Like, it it's, it speaks speaks to your level of connection. Right? Yes, it shows that you actually cared, and that's yeah. what I like that. No I like that, and I think. And I think that's a good place to end this on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was great. So we are back with the thinking out of the square segment. That is our thought segment. We're going to 
essentially the way this works is we're going to ask Cynthia some really nice questions and then we're going to see how much she knows. Oh. Cynthia, did you study? Did you? I'm just like, yeah. Honestly, you... to be honest, that's what I said because all I knew in my head is boundaries. So I would never, ever. Where the auxiliary is or the boundaries or the I would never, ever set you up to fail. I would never do that. But my producer, on the other hand, maybe she might. I don't know. Because <laughs> the, way, the way we do this is I compile bare questions and she just like picks them randomly. So even I don't know what might come out on any given episode because i don't check until the day uh, as i shouldn't because i like to be surprised because because i like to see the way she, she mixes and matches because there's a there's general knowledge and then there's the nigerian sort of questions right so okay so we'll start with are you ready you good i'm not ready but i'm ready i don't have to get ready nah, no, <laughs> you're good mate I, I think you probably get like it's, it's either eight you get like six or five or something It'll that makes me let's see what i can do <laughs> oh shit okay 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 so don't worry enough said so question one what do snakes use to smell okay please now what's the meaning of it? literally so <laughs> so no easy <laughs> no options come on this is biology they use what their, uh scales or something no you have also you have you have two tries oh you my have God. two tries per question what do snakes use to smell? I'll give you a hint. It's obvious. That's my hint. It's, it's obvious. Literally, the nose? No. They, no use, they use their tongues, actually. Really? Yeah, they, they use their tongues. Shout, shout out. I'm deeply afraid of snakes. That's like one of my Yeah, things. deeply. I, I'm I hate that question. I'm afraid of snakes. Okay, so question two. What is exobiology? Exobiology. Yes. Don't take it too literally, but you can, I guess, because because you know, like you're study of like reptiles or something. No, so okay. I'll so, so 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 I'll give you a hint. So it's it's study of something that's like outside. Like when I say outside, I mean like outside the like the atmosphere. No. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's so you have one more try. I think you have one more try. So again, I'm it's just I don't know. But it's essentially it's just study, it's, it's it's study of some kind of life. That's like well, because that's because that's what biology is, right? But yeah. Just, uh, I I can't give you a hint. It's because if I give you a hint, you'll know exactly what it is. I, I, I have no hint. Maybe the study of animals, like um, maybe like animals that are up in the air and not like on land. You were close, but a bit farther. That was wrong. Essentially, study of life in space. So exo outside. The so that's why I was going with atmosphere. But then yes, yes, but back. you were close, but you're not. I said far, <laughs> like far. Oh, like further out. I thought you yeah. meant like more, like I've gone far. So no, no, I, no. That's why further oh. out, like you're almost there, literally, sort oh. of life in outer space. I mean, so, I was close enough. Shit. I've never what? heard of exobiology. Oh, uh, we <laughs> okay. One, two things that don't concern me are what is outer space and below the ocean. I just don't. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. So, question, question three: Which Nigerian artist is properly known as Mr. Money? Mr. Money with the vibe right now. If you like, miss this one. That's your business. <laughs> okay. Okay. See, we're making progress. Um, the longest cooking marathon by an individual is ninety-three hours and eleven minutes. And Kill the achieved. baby. Okay. You, didn't, you didn't let me land. <laughs> <laughs> That's my icon, man. Okay. Um, what is the longest river in the world? River Nile. Yes, it's Nile. Some some people say it's the Great one in the, in South America, but no, it's the Nile because oh. I want to compare. Which American state is the largest by area? Shout out to you guys in America. Oh, uh, 
judges by area by area i'm talking between texas and california nope that's, no, no, that's, yeah, yes my hint is that it's not on the it's not part of the block states what do you mean it's not part of the block states like it's like it's not part of all the ones joined together you know oh the united states wait what which one of like which one of the united like again the 50 states right which one so of the you're states not, this is not a trick question I it's not it's, it's not it's not it's not a trick question no okay which one of the 50 states the largest it's not it's not anywhere between the west coast and the east coast it's not anywhere from california to new york it's not anywhere there no jesus this is literally hard. not really because you only have two other options there are two other states that aren't on on this american block could it be where I'm at now? No, part of the There's block. No way. Wrong. Come uh, on. So obviously, if you didn't clock, Cynthia guessed Florida. No, it's not. Florida is tiny. No. <laughs> I know Florida is One more try. Fudge. I'm not very good at American geography. This is not the one they taught me. Hmm. They bought it from Russia. That's like the easiest way to... To, that's, that's not that's not helping anything what's really oh my god okay then okay then just forfeit the question i'll tell you the answer wait tell me i actually want to know yeah, so you give up know. you give up i hate to give up i'm like give up i'm just really curious okay then guess and and then <laughs> get it wrong and then i'll tell you i don't like to lose i'm about to google the united states you cannot don't cheat there's no cheating. See the map. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no map. You don't worry. There's no map, right? Um, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna. Is it Colorado? Give... No. So the answer is Alaska. Oh, it is Alaska. I forget that that's even the place. Sometimes Alaska is huge. Okay. So next question. Since you're <laughs> not cheating, because I saw I saw you Google that map. I just googled the wild. That's why I said you. Okay, so next one. Um, which world famous Nigerian novelist was the author of Things Fall Apart? Chinua Chibi. Yeah, shout out to Chinua Chibi. Turning and turning, you know. <laughs> the falcon cannot see the falconer. Do you get? Do you get? Why? Who was nine? Last question. Who was Nigeria's first military head of state? Namdi Azikwe. Is that? No, that no, was the first president. He was the first president. Um, it wasn't. It didn't Mohammed. Is it Musa? No. It's not. Work. It's not big. It can't be Bari. Um. <laughs> See, they already have your two guesses. He said that. No, I still have one guess. <laughs> okay, you got. Okay, yeah, you got. Try. No. Oh my God! Then I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. How don't I know this? I know this. You would think so, right? <laughs> I hate but you. <laughs> apparently, but apparently not. The, the first, first military head of, head of state was this guy. Johnson, Major General Johnson Agu Iron C. I wouldn't have gotten that, sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. It's fine. It happens. There's no way I would have gotten that. <laughs> but shout out, but shout, shout out to Nigerian history, Rev. You For real. So if you got leaders better. You got four. Wow. Fifty percent. That's a field. Hey, what do you mean? Banging. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I think yeah. I think you did quite well. I feel like you give me hard questions. Really? Um, We're at the end of the episode. Um, Sylvia, what do you think? How do you, how do you think it went? Thoughts? Oh, I had a lovely time. I had a lovely time too. I guess for me, my own closing statements are everyone should please try to take care of their mental health. Please try to talk to people. Like life is really difficult enough. Don't make it more difficult for yourself by keeping things in. Give your friends grace. You you don't know what they're going through. If they want to, you know, express, let them express. You know, sometimes it's okay to let someone be angry. You know, yeah. 
let people express, you know, and just take care of your mental health. Cynthia, do you want to give us your socials to follow? Yeah, absolutely. Find me on Instagram, though, mm. at um, cynthia.m, and that's where you'll be able to find my podcast page as well, A Cup of Mocha. We're still under construction. Um, yeah, you, you'll love the topic. They're similar to what our Digi does. It's just more on like that holistic well-being side, like I mentioned. Just... You should, what you should do is you should have me on. That's what you should do. You should yeah. have me on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. At least not I can have guests. Please, 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 you guys follow us on socials. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. You know, where you find you can find us at the square pod underscore. Um, check the show notes. You know, our socials are there. Cynthia, Cynthia socials will be there too. But you can also check who we follow us. Like we say, so yeah, so follow us, follow her, and um, I guess just be kind to everyone. And um, RIP Mobad, gone too soon, in my opinion. Yeah, extremely. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Um, you guys have a lovely week, and um, talk to you guys soon.